Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode. Today, I have a very special guest. I have here with me Lumi. She is a manifestation and mindset coach, and she's going to talk to us about money mindset blocks. So thank you so much, Lumi, for being here with me and just sharing your message and sharing your light and your energy. Thank you so much. And uh, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Um, my name is Lumi. I live in Japan, uh, but I'm originally from Bucharest, Romania. I've been living in Japan for a while because I've been studying Japanese prior to my coming here. And so I would say I'm, I've been living in Tokyo for like three, four years. Um, and in the meantime, um, I did a master's in business administration here. Um, and I've kind of like uh, been trying to figure out my, my path in life. Um, and in the beginning, the way that I found, I got into uh, self-development, I would say uh, that happened since I was maybe four or five, <laughs> because uh, my mom, she was a self-help writer. And so she would write books on self-development and she would know a lot about manifestation and a lot about um, how our thoughts impact our reality and so on. So I've just been told about these things since a really young age. And I literally believe that everyone knows this until I was a teenager and I realized, wait, people around me, they don't speak about these things, these things that I'm speaking about with my mom uh, at home. So I was like trying not to, not to speak that much around them because probably it would be weird um, just in the beginning. But um, after a while, I, I realized that my mom taught me a lot about visualization and how to envision yourself with a goal that's already um, achieved and how to visualize your goals daily um, and so on. So I dwelled deeper and deeper into that um, when, I, when I grew up. Uh, unfortunately, she passed away of uh, breast cancer when I was 18. Um, so I had to kind of like start working a lot with that grief and how to uh, get over that. So through that, uh, I kind of went even deeper in the self-development world. And I, I finally realized that I want to help other women. I want to support other women um, go through their blocks and go uh, and see that they have an unlimited, amazing potential about themselves. And that's, that's my mission in life right now. <laughs> Thank oh, you. That's amazing. That is amazing. And I've heard that you've manifested quite a lot in your life. You want to share a little bit about that? Yes, thank you so much, Jana. Um, yeah, I actually did. It was, I think, mostly because I already had these mindset tools since I was a kid. Uh, I was kind of like initiated into that. So it came very easily in the beginning. Um, 
So after my mom passed away, I didn't really have any financial uh, help from from anyone, from uh, relatives and so on. And uh, my dad and my mom, they actually divorced when I was one years old. So I didn't really have my support on that side. So I kind of like had to uh, work in a wardrobe uh, of a casino from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. One night I would work and one night I wouldn't. Uh, But while I was there, I was just visualizing my life in Japan. I was visualizing, you know, the amazing flights I'm going to have and the people I'm going to meet. And I'm super passionate about traveling. So I was, you know, envisioning all the beautiful places I'm going to visit and so on with like literally having $100 salary per month. Mm -hmm. That was my salary. And I got to manifest uh, over 100K, 200K scholarships, um, just like um, amazing amounts of money for for my salary back then, right? Uh, and I think in general, <laughs> that it's like a lot. And uh, I've, I've managed to get to a point where I realized, okay, I amounted to this. I got to this place because I'm working on, on this money mindset. I'm working on my blocks and I'm working on all the time visualizing an even richer uh, and even abundant future for myself. Uh, so I was like, oh my gosh, I really need to teach to other women. I really need to teach to, to people uh, this thing because it, it does really work. Um, and I am a firm believer, believer that our thoughts create our reality. Otherwise, it's really illogical for me to have manifested so many things, so many experiences and, and money in my life. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. The other day, my boyfriend said something that stuck with me. He said, Everything is created twice, first in our mind and then in our reality. So I I feel that that is very powerful. And I completely agree with that. And I'm getting more into the spirituality side of manifestation. And now I'm getting more into that. And when you say that you had some uh, like money mindset blocks, what would you say were yours particularly? Yes. So particularly um, when I was working on them, I looked really intensively on, you know, what my mom used to say about money, for example, or what I heard in my house, what I heard in my family saying about money and so on. And one that was really like, I think, five, six years ago, seven years ago, that was really... um, um would come up very a lot of times would be uh that money comes easily but it goes away even faster so it would come but then i have to pay something or then i there's something that happens and just money slips away from me so this was a big one uh for me i think and i had to work with that i had to reframe that um i had also friends that helped me with that and told me like money is just money is just energy it will come and it will go and it will come again so don't hold too tightly uh on it so for sure i was also super lucky to have uh like kind of guides along the way for for that yeah definitely and what would you say? Because I can relate to that and I can relate to a lot of other things like money doesn't grow on trees and a lot of other affirmations that we say and we are told since we are children that really stuck with us. 
And what would you say by working with your clients and meeting other people, what would you say is the majority of the money mindset blocks? Yes. Um, one thing that I've seen a lot of times with my clients, uh, with people that I'm working is that they are afraid they're not good with handling money. So they're afraid that they might get money. And uh, like, for example, they wish a certain amount, but what if I get that amount and I'm going to waste it or I'm going to be wasteful with it? Um, so basically it's kind of like the scarcity uh, kind of like lack mindset, I would say, that gets in the way of them even visualizing and thinking about a certain amount uh, because they're afraid they, they might not handle it well. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think that's, that's a huge block, a common block. And how would you go about it? Um, would you help them? What tools do you have in your practice that helps people to overcome these blocks? Yes, so I work with NLP, um, also time techniques, uh, sometimes hypnosis and EFT, but mostly uh, when I'm dealing with these blocks, it's a lot of NLP where we work with that belief, we get to the root of it, we start understanding, okay, where did it come from? And how can we reframe it uh, with, the, with the help of these tools, how can we reframe it and how can we put it in another, in another way, in another um, light in the client's mind. So what you do is basically with NLP, you try to give another meaning to, to your block, to your money block. Uh, because basically, this is not even your uh, truth, right? Our thoughts, most of our thoughts about money, they don't come from within us. They come from what we've heard as a child, uh, what we hear other people saying, what uh, from a fear, they can come from many places, but they're not necessarily authentic, they are something that we just took from someone else. They're not ours. So to NLP, we discover that and we try to just switch that belief. Uh, and yeah, and go from there. Okay. And for everyone that doesn't know, NLP stands for neuro-linguistic programming. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, I use NLP as well in my practice. So I know the power of it and I know the benefits of using it. And it's, it's really amazing, the transformation that it occurs. And what would you say some of the mistakes that people do when dealing with money, when thinking about money, everything money-related? Yeah, I would say some of the basic mistakes, let's say, <laughs> because it, get, it gets really deep, right? This money yeah. mindset is also about self-worth, confidence, imposter syndrome so there's a lot of stuff involved but like basic stuff I would say is uh, whenever they spend money they would be a bit um, like they would feel a bit anxious like, for example, and I used to have that maybe seven, eight years ago, whenever I would go to the supermarket to pay for something, I'll be like, oh, another $5 that I'm spending on this or something like that, you know, when it's actually being grateful and saying, you know, while the cashier takes your money, like just saying in your mind, thank you, there's more than enough from where that came from. Mm. Uh, that's when you just switch your mindset 
and these resources, money, will just keep on showing <laughs> in miraculous ways sometimes. And it will like, you will just better and better your relationship with money. So one thing, being anxious when you pay in the supermarket or when you pay your bills, mm-hmm. um, like for your bills, you should think about the amount of effort that was put in, in someone giving you electricity and you cooking on the stove or in everything. So thinking about these things and being like, wow, I'm so grateful I have these services in my life. I'm so grateful that I am able to have these amazing things. Um, so yeah, I think just having that anxiety and thinking that that's that's the way that they are living and there's nothing to do about it. I'm always going to be anxious about money. And I'm here to say that, no, you can totally change this. And it actually begins to be so easy and so like nice if you begin having a different relationship with money and that just relaxes uh, all areas in your life. Mm. Yeah, I can relate to that because just the other day I was I had to take the bus and uh, it's a journey that I could cycle. I could cycle easily, not easily, it's five miles, <laughs> but oh. I could cycle um, and I have been in the past, but it was so cold and I just felt like, okay, no, I'm taking the bus, but spending that money. In the beginning, so I, I took it two days and one day I was like, oh, this is just so stupid. I could have just so I could have just cycled and I would I would have this for free and I would do exercise. It would be all benefits. But then I as I was sitting there in the bus, I was thinking, no, you know what? This money is giving me the comfort, is giving me the time because it's faster if I go, if I take the bus. So there I was just thanking the bus driver for taking me to work safely and just thanking the bus company for allowing the bus to run and thanking me for having the money to, to pay for the bus. So It was just a situation where I would normally feel guilty or I would shame myself for spending that money that I could have for free, something for free. Um, And just stepping back and say, you know what? I am grateful for this situation. I am grateful for this moment. So, and just feeling that gratitude is something that makes our body go to a higher vibration, isn't it? And just makes us attract even more situations where we can feel even more gratitude and i've to me manifestation is all about gratitude and is all about understanding our thoughts and understanding ourselves and getting to the true core instead of just thinking about all of this fear and these blocks that we have is focusing on love and abundance and gratitude that is what manifestation to me is what what would you say is your definition of manifestation exactly i agree i agree for me it's also the great gratitude and the feeling that comes so when you feel something before it's happened 
um, like for I would give you the example here with the income that I'm making right now, let's say I was, you know, back in Romania. And of course, I didn't have that amount, but I was thinking I was feeling as if I already have that I was feeling as if you know, it's already happened, it's already here, it's already in my reality. I just have to take some inspired action towards it. I just have to take some steps in the direction that my intuition tells me to do so. And it's just going to appear materialized as well. So I think uh, it's really interesting that you say about this kind of like shame or when you feel, oh, I could have done this with that. Of course, it's really important to um, think about our resources and budget in a, in a smart way. And I, I'm, I'm never like teaching people to just, yeah, buy whatever and like throw the money and it's just gonna come back. No, yeah. it's also really important that we respect it as a friend. So as I was saying before about our relationship with money, how we are with with it when you think about money what do you think first thing is it like an anxious thought is it like uh you know no i'm so happy i'm i'm thinking like oh i have so much uh possibility in my life with these resources so you kind of like have to think if if money would be your friend how would they be invited in your life if you're always anxious about meeting them right I, I don't know if one of your friends would like to meet you if all the time you would be on the phone ah sorry I have to talk later sorry I cannot talk right now you know um probably they would like to have like a nice open conversation and you inviting them and um just just being appreciative but uh, about the, the being uh, ashamed about the resources as well, I wanted to say that money is just energy. It's just pure energy. So it's not even tied to any gold in our banks. Um, and I always think like the CIA is just going to come and like, take me when I say these things. But um, like it's not tied to anything in our banks, right? It's just numbers, uh, it's just pure numbers in a calculator. All the depth in our world cannot be paid back. All the interest to banks cannot be paid back. So the money that we have is not tied to anything material. So it's just energy. That's why I give this perspective when people say, oh, I wasted that money. No, you you maybe pay too much maybe on something and now you have that lesson you know okay i'm gonna respect my relationship from now on and i will make sure it goes towards uh the best purpose uh but never blame yourself that you've wasted something because you can never waste energy right when you waste energy during the day like you do a run and it's super hard you go to sleep at night and then you you wake up recharged um you know as long as you have a healthy lifestyle <laughs> so so energy cannot be spent it's just transmuted and it can always uh be renewed and if money is energy then you know the same recipe applies yes Yes. And I would even say that is absolutely true because they are always printing money. <laughs> yes, exactly. Now the CIA is going to come for you. Yeah, <laughs> now, now. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, 
<laughs> I would say that there are a lot of misconceptions and myths around manifestation. And maybe people that are listening to us may be thinking, oh, this manifestation, what is it? It's just thinking positive and the money will come, or this is just, I will just sit there and it, it will come. It's not necessarily like this, is it? No, yeah, that's uh, that's also something that's a huge misconception. And I think that's also why many people are thinking like this manifestation thing is a new thing. It is not manifestation. We've been doing this since we were born. Uh, I manifested this glass of water because I wanted to buy a big glass of water. It was an idea in my mind. And then what did I do? I went to the shop and found a glass of water that was the same with the one in my mind or even better uh, and I bought it so we're manifesting 24 hours per day since we were born this is not a, a secret recipe or something that only some people know it's just how to what we're trying to teach uh, and I guess I'm saying also about you Joanna to manifest intentionally and positively because what whatever we have in our mind our thoughts we manifest so like we create with that so when we have thoughts such as I am broke all the time, money doesn't come to me, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not good with money, then what are you going to create? The same as I went and I bought this, um, this glass and it's now in my reality and it was once my thought, it's just going to be more of that lack, more of that scarcity. So inspired action, taking the action towards what you want to happen is also important. Um, another thing that's important about manifestation is when you change your thoughts and you try to uh, think positive thoughts, it's a conscious effort mm -hmm. to reframe your thoughts, to catch yourself. When you say, I am broken, catch yourself and be like, no, money comes easily to me. I'm starting to believe that money is an infinite resource and it is always flowing my way. So when you catch yourself, then what's going to happen, you're, you're going to start getting some nudges. So you're going to start getting some inspirational hits of what you could be doing better, what you could be doing more of so that money comes into your life. Maybe you're going to see, I don't know, a job offer that's like super good and you never thought this is possible, but your CV and, your, and that job's description is like, exactly a match and it's like better salary so it can come to many different things uh once you reframe your thoughts about it you start taking inspired action these things will just start appearing um that's just how it works and it has been working since the beginning of time it's just that for us maybe some bad things are appearing to teach us some lessons mm -hmm. Also because our, like, think about when something bad happened, either about money or something else, what kind of thoughts were you thinking prior to that? Probably not so good, probably something, something you were um, kind of obsessing about something negative. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's uh, inspired action is, is the key to, to yeah. actually, okay. for these things to appear. Yeah. And I would also say to me, um, I've always been a very good manifestator because 
<laughs> even with the bad things I was manifesting. So I can say that I'm very good manifestor. <laughs> but um, sometimes <laughs> I would focus a lot on the hows and when I would get there. And it had to be this way and by this time. And it was just so much pressure, so much control that mm. nothing was actually happen. What, what is your idea on this? Yes. Um, this is something that, of course, I've been dealing with a lot. <laughs> and um, especially when I was living in London, because um, I lived also there for two years. Uh, that was like the test of manifestation of my life. Mm -hmm. Lots of weird stuff happened during that time. Um, and it was really hard for me to let go of the how, of the when, of why isn't it here yet? Uh, why don't I have this already in my life? You know, things are not looking too good. I was like sleeping on a friend's couch before I found a job in London. Um, you know, after being like quite good and I was living in Japan before that. So I went from a pretty high to a low and I was wondering like, what is this? Why, why is it, why have I come to this point again? Uh, and why isn't my manifestation like manifesting now? Uh, I think when you're trying to strangle like that, uh, your will, it just shows that you don't really have much confidence in maybe it can be your powers, it can be like higher powers, it can be God, the universe, however, whatever it is that you, you believe in, uh, you don't really have the like, confidence that is going to show up. So it, there is a delay. There's also some lessons that you're meant to be learning along the way. So even though you learn manifestation, that doesn't mean that you're going to be on a cloud and like cruising. Um, there are some lessons that we can become better from uh, at all times. So for me, what helped me to kind of let go of this how and when is really gratitude, going back to gratitude, just really being grateful for what I have right now. Because, you know, uh, like at any point in time, if you have this phone that you're listening on, this laptop or whatever it is, you're doing much better than a huge amount of the population out there just by having this technology. So just being really grateful for what's happening at the moment. Like in London, what I would do is just I would go to an art gallery uh, there for free. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that was really good for me. Uh, so and I would just like look at those beautiful paintings. I would look at like I have this wonderful opportunity to be hearing all these wonderful languages on the street and seeing these people for different, from different cultures. Mm -hmm. And I was just extremely grateful for that. Um, and that really helped me uh, help me go past when and why is it not here this thing that I, I desire yeah yeah and yeah gratitude really helps ease the need for control I would say and to me what really helps as well is breathing and just relaxing and meditating a little bit and it's almost what I what I do is almost like a prayer to the universe or to God or whatever. To me, they are the same. 
Um, but it is just almost like a prayer saying that I trust you um, and I, I have faith in you. And basically the universe or God or whoever is just the co-creator of your life. So by working, oh, sorry, my voice just went down. By working together, it's just, it's a match made in heaven, isn't it? So yeah. I think it can really work really well. And what would you say some of the tools that you use in the sense that um, to me is, is you, you've said a few, you've said visualization. So to me, I visualize a lot and I do some meditation. I do some journaling. What is something that you apply in your own practice? Yeah, so for me, meditation is definitely a big one. I have a morning routine. Uh, where I have my vision board and not only my vision board, but I have a board in which I wrote um, my goal, like who, so I wrote the version of myself that already has the things that I want to be having. And what would she do? How would she be every day? What would her identity be? So I just wrote down on these pieces of paper, like how what kind of actions would she do every day I'm just like looking at them in the morning I'm journaling a bit like how was my day today how could I have improved and for today uh, like what do I want to be accomplishing today and so on um, I write like 10 things that I'm grateful for um, every morning and then I meditate for 10-15 minutes. Sometimes I change the meditation, sometimes uh, it depends. But um, I try to do that every day. Of course, I'm not perfect. And sometimes, you know, I might be waking up super late or something. But I try at least to have like a 10 minutes of meditation every day. And uh, so that's a very big one. I also like enjoy hypnosis, um, the ones in the Manifestation Bay program. Uh, before them, sorry, before the Manifestation Bay program, other program, programs of her are pretty good. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a really big thing. I feel much more grounded and secure and sure of things. Uh, after I did my meditation, after I did, um, I also do yoga before bed. That also helps a lot with, uh, I wake up in such a good mood. Like if I do yoga at night, there's a really big difference. Uh, and I just do like stuff off of YouTube. So it's not um, some complicated yoga thing. Yeah. It's just like five, 10 minutes. Um, so that's kind of like my practices for now. But yeah, I do enjoy those just moments of silence with myself. Yeah, I feel like silence is very important, very important. And a lot of people are a little bit afraid of silence. And I feel like people don't want to have this routine of meditating or, or doing yoga because they feel like it's a waste of time. But I, because I used to feel this way, meditating is such a waste of time because there I am just sitting and uh, waiting and making my mind go blank, but it's not necessarily that. And I know that a lot of people uh, go into this overthinking cycle at night 
and they wake up, they go uh, to sleep with their mind just full of thoughts of negative thoughts and just overwhelmed. And then obviously they wake up and they don't feel right. And there's something a little yeah. bit off, which is natural because your brain is just processing all of that negativity that there's no way you're going to wake up nicely. And so it's amazing that you do yoga is just to clear out the mind and connect a bit more with your body yeah. because I feel like I knew a lot about manifestation. I knew a lot about NLP. I had a lot of knowledge, but I wasn't embodying it. I wasn't mm -hmm. living it. I, it was not my reality. Exactly. And so I felt like a fraud because I was not living it. I was just teaching it. And so now I feel much more in connection with my body. And another tip that I want to give to our listeners today is that when you say meditation and when you say meditating in the morning, um, I particularly don't feel comfortable meditating in the morning. So what I do is I go in the shower every morning, just a very hot shower, and I just do a little bit of meditation there in the sense that I thank for the hot water. I thank for the opportunity for taking my bath and my, my shower, sorry. And I am just thinking, okay, this water will cleanse. My soul will cleanse my body of all of the negativity and all of the tension. And it's just my own form of meditation because my, my, the way that I like to meditate is much more active is much mm. more moving and so there are a lot of different ways to meditate every single one works as long as it makes you feel better it makes you feel more relaxed more calm and so everything works even dancing even uh, jogging a lot of these practices um, are forms of, of meditation so definitely I would say that everything that you do works it doesn't have to mm, be exactly. sitting yeah it doesn't have to be just a formal form of medi of meditation yeah mm -hmm. so yeah to, go ahead please Lumi. go ahead no no go ahead Lumi just for me wanted to add a, a little thing uh, as you were saying about manifestation uh, I think it's the same for me like I knew about manifestation I was embodying it on the side of my desires but not for myself for like my thoughts I wasn't really keeping I was keeping account of the thoughts that okay I want this to happen or I it's not good to say want I desire this to happen uh, you know uh, I desire this to be in my life, but I was not really, I was going into burnout a lot mm -hmm. because I didn't take time. I was thinking, oh, meditation is a waste of time and I could be doing something else in those 20 minutes uh, per day, which is, you know, when I took those 20 minutes and it can be, you know, as you were saying, any kind of uh, activity that you enjoy that gives you silence, uh, that gives you a bit of a break, when I took those 20 minutes, I realized I had so much more time in my day because I slowed down and I realized, okay, how to do things without being burnt out, how to do things be without getting to that point that I'm just, you know, desperate to sleep. 
you know. So I haven't been doing my meditation since forever and like being super zen and stuff. This is something that I've been embodying for like one, two, three years now. Uh, but before that, I was a pretty, uh, I was getting into burnout a lot. Yeah, I love that connection that you made because a lot of people are burning out or are already burnt out. And yet they feel like they need to do more and they need to add more things to their plate. When in fact, is simply re reduce the amount and prioritize a little bit of their rest. And by prioritizing rest time, you feel much more energized. And that way you will have much more time in your day and you'll have much mm -hmm. more energy to go on for the activities that you wanna do in that day. And exactly. create hobbies. Hobbies are such a good way to disconnect a little bit from the stress of work or your, your own personal life. It's just a time for yourself. And so definitely taking the time to rest, taking the time to do it without guilt, obviously not pressure yourself to rest or not pressure yourself to do anything. Just taking that time to really enjoy yourself, your own company. And if you're not enjoying yourself, if you're a little bit afraid of the silence, it's a good idea to ask why. What is it that is making you feel uncomfortable to be alone, to be in the silence? What are mm -hmm. you afraid of discovering about yourself? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that is, is powerful. Yeah, exactly. You know, why? And also, when did you decide that you're afraid of uh, being silent, of being alone with your thoughts? When was that moment that you thought, okay, I'm, I don't really want to be left alone with my thoughts. I don't really want to think about the stuff that I'm thinking. Then, okay, why is that? You know, because having a harmonious, relationship with yourself and a truthful one is what will actually uh you know put you in a very very good position um you know money wise career wise i don't know anything everything because you will be um you will be more in control uh and less yeah Let's going to that direction of being burnt out and and uh, out of out of control. Yes, 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 yes. Is when we let go of control that sometimes we are more in control. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, is, yeah. it is. It is counterintuitive, but it's it works. So give it a try. And even if you don't want to meditate, if you don't want to be alone at least take a deep breath in and just notice your breathing and notice how your body feels. If it feels tired, if it feels energized, just noticing having some body awareness is very important. And I feel like unconsciously sometimes I do this. I, I do this, absolutely. Just yesterday, I, was, I spent the whole day <laughs> watching television um, and a lot of people numb their, themselves and numb just go on social media, just scroll endlessly, mindlessly, and watch Netflix, watch TV, uh, play video games, and they do all of this. I wouldn't say it's just for fun. It is for fun, obviously, but also as a numbing mechanism. 
as something that we just want to get our minds away from the stress or from the worries or from work or whatever it might be. And I talk to for myself that when I'm spending the whole day watching TV, my back hurts. I don't feel like energized. I feel drained. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a message for us to being more self-aware and understand what's really going on inside our heads. Yeah, I think we need this translate to to the idea that um, it really does not help to start changing things in your outside environment. Like that's what we try to do by watching, you know, Netflix for hours on an end or by, you know, playing video games nonstop or by trying to avoid Uh, we're trying to change something in the outside environment. So we're, for example, we're saying uh, unconsciously, okay, I'm going to spend the next 10 hours, which is not bad. If you sometimes need to be watching Netflix or need to be having these things, that's fine. But if you catch yourself doing that daily or, you know, on a daily basis, then you should ask yourself why. And uh, it's probably because you want to be, filling that those times when you could be doing like some changes mm-hmm. uh fill it with something else so you're trying to change something in your environment um and i think that's how most of us of us have been educated like okay if you want to lose weight you should eat less and exercise more and uh but the the biggest change happens at your identity level um you know at the i am the type when you say i am the type of person that that burns out your your reality is going to look like that i am the type of person that lacks money your reality is going to look like that so what i'm talking about of change at an identity level is when you you switch that thought with i am the type of person that and you replace it with what you want to be so i am the type of person that takes action towards my dreams i am the type of person that for which money comes easily um you know, and I think that's that's the thing. That's why we get frustrated sometimes because uh, also this identity switch, uh, all this meditation and all this stillness helps with that because you better understand what you want. Sometimes we just don't even know what we want, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not even sometimes. There's so many people in this situation uh, that have an idea more or less what they want for today or tomorrow, but they don't know what they want in life, right? Mm-hmm. And when you spend the time to analyze uh, and you start with the change from the identity level rather than trying to change stuff outside of yourself that's when you're doing it the right way and trying to manipulate your environment is just doing it the other way around and it's going to be that's why there's this hustle culture and this Mm. like work hard stay over time uh yeah it doesn't matter if i spend 50 hours in the workplace every not every day but you Mm. know 50 hours over time every week because i made this kind of money so that's good you know no it doesn't have to be that way Mm. that's like a completely a lie 
uh, that has been told to you in order for you to be more productive in society and this yeah. design of society that we have but uh, when you start switching from identity level for from I am this type of person rather than the things that I have around me that's when really magic starts to happen if you ask me <laughs> Yeah. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. And we have to watch out for CIA because now that you said that <laughs> <laughs> this is a society. Oh. <laughs> no, but I agree. I agree that uh, that we the world wouldn't work nicely if we weren't hustling a lot of the times or if we weren't yeah. instructed to hustle. Um, because oh my god, this is such conspiracy theories that we would be here forever <laughs> well, <laughs> what would you say uh, if you were to summarize everything that we talked about today what would you summarize it as yeah um it was a lot but mostly in regards to manifestation and and money mindset because that's that's what i'm really passionate about people making that shift is really uh just give yourself a challenge for like a week a month a year to just believe that it is possible for you i know sometimes it's scary because we think oh what if i believe it's possible if it, and it's not uh but rather than putting yourself in a negative loop just try to believe like no as i change my thoughts as i become more grateful i write every day five things at least that i'm so grateful for uh you know so grateful for these resources for being able to pay my electricity um when you write these things down when you think about these things every day on a daily basis you're going to start seeing your life being becoming richer and richer and opportunities coming more and more from places that you didn't even have an idea they would come from. So just give yourself the challenge of being uh, more grateful for what you what you have already and seeing that possibility that these things that you desire they can come uh, into your life for sure uh, it's going to be tough in the beginning there's going to be the ego there that's going to like wrestle with you and tell you like no who are you to think that these things are possible that you can get that higher salary that you can get that round of money um so that's going to be a bit of a hustle 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 in the beginning um but just stay strong and you're going to see in time how slowly by observing your thoughts your thoughts become your beliefs your beliefs become your actions and your actions are what's causing your reality so you changing your thoughts and reframing everything into positive thoughts is what is going to change your reality uh, be it money mindset or or anything else that you want to change amazing very well said <laughs> So how can people work with you? Yeah, so I'm super, super happy uh, to meet you. Um, please uh, go to my Instagram, which is Illuminate Your Avenue. 
uh, from Luminita. <laughs> and uh, basically, I what I do is I have uh, six-week packages where uh, I work with clients one-on-one. And we work on shifting uh, money mindset. We, sh we shift those beliefs around money that uh, we grew up with, that we've had all our lives. Um, and then we transform so that we can easily manifest money and opportunities uh, in our lives. So that's what I'm working with at the moment. I'm, I'm super, super happy to see women becoming more confident and asking for more, earning more, seeing other possibilities of earning. Um, so you're more than welcome. To, to come and check me out at uh, Illuminate Your Avenue on Instagram. Yeah, I will leave everything on the show notes so you can connect with Lumi. Lumi, thank you so much for coming here and thank, thank you so you much so for much. sharing all of your knowledge and your beautiful energy with everyone. I'm very grateful for you. We're very grateful for you being here. Uh, and I guess that we will keep in touch. Of course. <laughs> thank you so much, Joanna. Okay. Thank you so much. And for everyone listening, I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.